this is Kelly Francis with the Double Trouble Podcast. It's August 7th, and we are currently recovering from a crazy weekend hangover yet again. It's funny how I always think I'm going to have nothing to talk about on the podcast, and I've started keeping notes of things I want to talk about, and there's a ton of stuff. (laughs) This weekend, we went to a cookout for my old work, which everybody brought their kids. It was pretty cool. Uh, But it was right in the middle of the day, and the girls did not have any kind of normal nap schedule. And actually, we we changed their eating schedule around a little bit because I didn't want to be trying to feed them uh, baby food at the party. So we got them home, and they were just wiggy and crying a lot and really just wanted to go to bed. They, They ate about a half an hour early and slept through the night. And then on Sunday, my husband took them to his parents' house and spent the day there. So, again, they were off schedule, but at least I got to have some free time by myself at the house, and I got their room completely organized and clean and a whole bunch of baby clothes put away, which was so kind of sad to see all, like, my little favorite clothes being put away for potentially a next baby, if that's going to happen. And the funny thing is, I tried to keep things separate as far as just singleton clothes versus tween clothes, and we have probably equal amounts of singleton clothes and twin clothes, mainly because we had a bunch of hand-me-downs, so that's where all the singles came from. But, you know, if we don't have twins or girls or whatever, those clothes, I hope I can find a good home for them. (laughs) It would be sad to see them go to waste. So what else is going on? Last week I kind of hit a wall as far as my plate being too full. I'm just feeling very overwhelmed and stressed and feeling like we need to cut back on things, specifically work. Of course, you know, that's a tough one to cut back on because it is giving us extra income, but it's getting to the point where one or both of us are working after the girls go to bed until around midnight-ish, which is our only free time and our only time to spend together. So that's really tough, and I just feel like I don't get time to unwind. And if I try and work during the day, that's almost harder because it's really frustrating to work during the day because although I do get my nap in the afternoon and I'm pretty regularly getting a nap in the morning sometimes that gets interrupted and um, especially the morning nap is usually only about an hour so if I'm doing anything else I just don't have time to get into work you know what I mean like I really need a couple hours to to really dive in so that's been tough and we're trying to kind of come up with ulterior plans and right now we have work scheduled out really through the end of November and hopefully we can at least take a break over Christmas but maybe we can just ratchet back all together at that point I don't know we'll see what happens so what else has been going on Uh, last weekend I had my first real laundry disaster it's surprising I've made it this far in my life without this happening but of course it was with baby clothes and I had thrown in I probably had about a half load of baby clothes so I was just looking for stuff to finish out the load and there was this blue throw blanket we had that I've had for a while and it must have been the first time it got washed or maybe like the second time it got washed but I wasn't thinking about that and everything in the load turned blue it was horrible especially because it was baby clothes and at least the good news was like you know, half of it's pink, so the pink stuff just turned purple, which, you know, that's fine. <laughs> and it was a pretty uniform dye, so it's not like there were splotches of blue everywhere. Things just changed color. So I called my mom in a panic, like, what do I do? The stuff's so wet. Can I save it? 
So she suggested taking all the white stuff out. There were a bunch of white burp cloths and crib sheets and stuff and just bleaching them. And I did that, and that worked really well. And then on all the stuff with the colors, using color safe bleach, which I had, and that didn't really do much. It, it, it took a little bit of the blue out, but it didn't, you know, as much as just rinsing it in water probably would have. I, I'm not sure that did much, but luckily there was nothing that I loved in this load. It was mostly onesies and bibs and burp cloths and stuff. The one outfit that I was kind of bummed about was one of those Carter's nightgowns that's just like, you know, a straight shot with elastic on the bottom so you, you don't have to unbutton anything to change the baby. And it had this little print of teeny tiny little yellow giraffes all over it. And I had a matching one, which wasn't in this load. So now I was going to have a, a blue tinted one and a white one, and I was bummed about that. So I just decided, you know what, the nightgown is in theory ruined anyway, at least as far as it matching the other one. So let me just try and throw it in with the bleach. And man, it came out perfect. Nothing was destroyed on it. And I called my mom and said, what is that all about? I kind of expected all of the little yellow giraffes to be faded away. And she goes, oh, that's because it's Carter's. And Carter's says quality <laughs> material that's bleach safe. So that was a great lesson to learn, especially because, you know, half of the nightgowns we have have formula stains all along the top edge that are just kind of these, like light yellow stains that I haven't really been able to get out. But now I know that I can bleach them and that's pretty safe as far as, you know, it's not going to ruin the pattern on the nightgown. So we'll see. I may start experimenting a little more with that. Bleach always scares the heck out of me and I have not used very much in my life, but I guess I'm getting more brave. And especially once things are already ruined, I mean, what what's it hurting? Uh, so what else? One thing I wanted to talk about was uh, a couple of weeks ago, my nephew, who is about eight months old, got an ear infection from his brother. And one morning he woke up, and I believe he had a bit of a fever, like 99 degrees, when he woke up in the morning. And within a couple hours, he was up to like 103. So my sister first took him to the doctor in the morning, and she called her husband home to take care of the older kid while she went to the doctor. And the doctor basically said, everything's fine, just give him Tylenol. So she came home, and she was giving him the Tylenol, and he woke up from a nap just screaming, and he had, you know, 100, 304 temperature. And my brother-in-law was holding him, and all of a sudden he started seizing. And they, of course, freaked out and didn't know what to do, so they threw him in a cold bath and called 911. And the ambulance came, and by the time the ambulance came, and they live in Alexandria, Virginia, so they are in a very populated area, and it only took, you know, a matter of minutes for the ambulance to show up. So they said within that period of time, his temperature had dropped back down to 98.6. And what they were told is that this is just called infant seizures, and it's really a pretty normal thing, and that it's the body's reaction to a quick increase in temperature, and that the seizure actually reverses the temperature. So that's why it was back down so low only a few minutes later, which is so crazy. So anyway, then they had to go to the hospital and get him checked out. And everybody just told them, it's normal, it's normal, it's normal. You should get it checked out. But it happens all the time. It's not even bad for the kids to have this happen. And that some kids have it happen up until the age of seven. And that it sounds like some kids are just kind of more prone to it than others. And that they think it runs in families. And it turns out that her father-in-law had it when he was a child. But her other son hasn't had any. So it's pretty crazy. And basically what they told them was just to keep track of fevers 
and give the give him Motrin every couple hours and Tylenol every couple hours so that you could kind of double up the medicine. And as long as you kept the fever under control, you would keep the seizures under control. But totally scary. And the fact that they're that everybody's like, oh, yeah, this is normal. And then you start talking to people about it. And one of my friends goes, oh, yeah, you know, that happened to my friend. And one of her friends says, oh, yeah, that happened to us. And it's crazy how common it is being as though it's something I've never really heard of. So anyway, that was kind of scary. So since my last podcast, we've had three new foods. And I'm not really sure if we started the carrots before the last podcast, but I'm pretty sure I didn't talk about it. Anyway, started eating carrots, and they really are not so fond of carrots. And it seems like every food we try, they like a little bit less and a little bit less and a little bit less. So we started with uh, squash and sweet potatoes, which were great. And the carrots, they're kind of like lukewarm about, but they'll eat them. Well, then we switched to green beans. No, we switched to peas first, and they really didn't like the peas, but they kind of choked them down, and we were, we were splitting the containers of peas because they were so not fond of the peas. And then we switched to green beans, and Ramsey's actually okay with the green beans. Allegra hates them. You put it in her mouth, and she's like, oh, this is so bad, this is so bad. And she's a pretty good trooper about eating what you put in her mouth, but she's, like, choking it down, and eventually she'll start gagging. <laughs> and that's usually when I'm like, okay, I think I'll stop giving you the green beans. <laughs> so I've been giving her about a half a container of green beans, and we had a couple, like, one carrot left and one sweet potato left and one squash left. So I've been then giving her half of one of those and then Ramsey gets the other stuff. But I think we might be out of the extra food. So she might just have to suffer with the green beans or the peas from now on. And in a couple of days, we'll get to start with peaches. And I'm sure peaches are going to go over just great. But I want to try and keep them with the vegetables for a while so that they do get used to them some. But it's funny how... Um, you know, it's sad. I don't want them to force them to eat something they don't like. And I'm already hitting this wall of like, oh, I want to be the disciplinarian and have, make them eat their vegetables. But on the other hand, I'm like, oh, I don't want to make them eat anything they don't want. <laughs> so it's funny how hard that stuff is when you're actually dealing with it and not just thinking about dealing with it. Uh, something else that happened this week was I it was down to my last pacifier and it's getting very anxious about this because if I lost that pacifier all bets were off <laughs> so I was at the store getting baby food and decided okay I just have to buy more pacifiers I can't put it off any longer and this grocery store for whatever reason only had latex pacifiers which I don't like because they get so like gooey and hairy and stuff with the dog hair they get like yucky I don't, I don't like those I like the silicone better so I was like scouring the aisle for silicone, and the only silicone ones I could find were the MAM pacifiers, which I'm not a big fan of how they look because they're so big and so dark that I just feel like it takes over the baby's face. And I know that's kind of a silly thing, but I really was trying not to get any because I don't like the way they look. But it was the only one that was silicone, so I thought, well, forget it. I don't care. You know, keeps Ramsey happy, keeps Ramsey happy. So I bought them. And then I got home and decided I really wanted to scour the house because we had like 10 nucks to begin with. So where did they all go? And I was thinking maybe that Indy, one of our dogs, was hoarding them somewhere. So I started looking around the house and, you know, going through the 
the couch cushions and underneath the crib and I found five knucks in a matter of three minutes. <laughs> so that was quite a windfall. I was very happy about it. But then I was like, oh, should I keep the ma'am? Should I take them back? Well, forget it. I decided I'm just keeping them. Well, I gave one of those to Ramsey, and man, if that's not the best pacifier we've ever had. It's awesome. For whatever reason, it must be the way the nipple part is shaped, which is different than all the others that we have. She can hold it in her mouth a lot better. She just doesn't drop it like she does the others. And she can hold it with her hands a lot better, which is good and bad, of course, because she wants to take it out of her mouth and look at it and hold it. But it, I was surprised at the difference in how well she took it. So that was a good thing. Um, Ramsey's been talking a lot louder and a lot higher every day. She just, she's now finally mastered the squeal. And Allegra kind of had a squeal going from the day she started talking all. But Ramsey's been more of a yeller and a laugher. Well, now she's starting high-pitched just little girl. Like, <laughs> for no reason. And it can really get loud and high. And you're like, what is going on? <laughs> um, and Allegra had stopped talking for a while, for about a week there. She was really not talking much. And maybe it was because Ramsey was screaming more that she was just being subdued and letting Ramsey take the lead. I don't know. But she's back talking again. And now she's, like, talking. I'm waiting for her to come out with a sentence any day now. Because it really seems like she's saying different kinds of words and putting them together and not words, but syllables, and trying to communicate with you. It's, it's really cool. I feel like all of a sudden this week, they've grown up a lot more. It seems like every once in a while, it feels to me like they've all of a sudden grown up. And, and where did, when did it happen? Where did the time go? And I had one of those moments this week that just, they seem like little girls. They're, they're so active and rolling around and holding toys. Ramsey held up a stuffed animal this morning. She was like chewing on it. And then she held her arm straight out and was looking all at it and then brought it back in, chew at it, held her arm straight out, was looking at it. And I was like, that's so advanced. That's so crazy. Um, I broke down last week and bought a second crib. And it was really retarded because I was like, oh, we need to do it now. And I went out to the store and raced around to get this crib and oh and the reason I ended up with the second crib buying a crib was because we had two cribs that matched actually but the one that had been given to us by my sister-in-law didn't have any of the crib hardware with it which didn't seem like a big deal except that I needed to go out to Home Depot and get all the crib hardware but when I got the crib upstairs to put it together I noticed that there was like a key piece me missing which was the little brackets that hold the mattress spring the thing that holds up the mattress onto the crib itself and they're these like funny shaped brackets now the other crib we have it's not exactly the same it just looks the same the brackets that they use connect in a different place on the mattress spring so I wasn't really even sure what kind of bracket I was looking for because I couldn't just look for the one that was on the other crib so Dan and I talked about it and he just kind of was like, why don't we just get a new crib? Because the crib that we were trying to match anyway was an old crib. So both of these cribs are kind of old cribs. And he said, you know, if we end up having a singleton next time around, it would be kind of nice to have an, a new crib. So we decided to just bite the bullet and go out. So I go out, and I went to two different targets. That one, The first target had cribs in stock, but they didn't have the ones I wanted. They were very expensive. So then I went to a second target that, that was a great lands, and they're supposed to have 
so much more merchandise and they didn't have any in stock which is pretty crazy but maybe that's because everybody goes there i don't know so then i went to the walmart next door and they had like 20 cribs in stock all different kinds and sizes and shapes and prices and we found one that i really liked that was only like 130 dollars which is pretty good i thought and it was it's a convertible crib so it turns into a day bed or whatever in the future which who knows if we'll use that but so we put that together and Again, like I said, this weekend I was able to really get into the girls' room and move things around. We we just had the two cribs shoved in there earlier this week, but now everything's set up the way I want it, and it's very cute. It's funny how they don't seem to care at all that the other one's not around. They didn't seem to care that they were in the crib with each other. They don't seem to care that they're not there anymore. Um, we do have two of those Ocean Wonders aquariums in the cribs. I mean, we only had one set up before but we have a second one, so I put the second one in the second crib. But it's funny. I, I think that the batteries need to be changed in the, in the one that we use all the time because when I played the same music, they're almost at different octaves, the one, and they're not really playing at the same speed. So I, like, coordinated the music. So the, the one aquarium is playing the lullaby music, and then the other aquarium is just playing the ocean sound so that you can play them together and they can both watch their own aquariums. But... The music doesn't conflict. It's very exciting. <laughs> um, so something else I wanted to talk about was the diapers that we're using. Allegra, believe it or not, is in size 4's diapers, which seems huge. And of course, size 4's are supposed to be for 25-pound babies or some craziness. But she just, I think it's really her legs are too chubby. It's, it's a combination of her legs and her belly that the diaper just doesn't fit right. And... I could make it fit, but I'd have to really stretch the stretchy tabs. And I feel like they're just too tight. I just don't like the way they fit on her. So I'd rather get a bigger diaper that fits a little better, even though they're a little more expensive. So we've been using Pampered Swaddlers a lot, and I love the Pampered Swaddlers and the Cruisers, even though they're expensive. We have tried lots of stuff. We've tried Target brand and Love's brand and Huggies, which I hate Huggies. And I've just not liked anything except for... This other brand called 7th Generation, which is a chlorine-free, bleach-free, they're just like a brown diaper with no ads or anything on it. We actually got one from the hospital or one of the birthing classes or something as just a little freebie. And I tried it when they were little. It was a size 1, and I love the diaper. So I actually went on eBay and found a whole bunch of them. The The problem with them is that they're pretty expensive. They're closer to I think they're about 26 cents a diaper and pampers in the smaller sizes are like 17 cents a diaper but now it's interesting because the seventh generation at least the price that I could find them online now they're 26 cents a diaper even for the size threes and the pampers are 24 cents a diaper for size threes so the prices are converging but anyway I went on eBay and got a whole bunch of these seventh generation diapers for like 10 cents a diaper because somebody had extras and they were trying to get rid of them. So I had a whole bunch of those and was using them for a long time. And they are just as great as the Pampers. I love them. They have the same stretchy tabs. And they're really nice that they don't have the stupid, you know, big bird head on them, especially when you're taking pictures and stuff. I really like them. The other thing is that Ramsey has been having diaper rash since birth. And when we use the seventh generation diapers, she doesn't get the diaper rash. And when we use the pampers, she does. So 
we had run out of the seventh generation and I had a bunch of pampers running around that I was trying to use up and I decided that Allegra needed to move up to the size fours so it was time to order new diapers and what was I going to do so what I did was I got Allegra size four pampers but I didn't want to have size three pampers and size four pampers because that's annoying to have to try and figure out which one are you putting on which kid and when Allegra moved to size three which was not very long ago we um like pretty quickly just moved Ramsey to size three also we let her use up the rest of the twos and then moved her and so she's in size threes but really I think she could even still be in size two she's very barely in size threes now she has a much skinnier waist and skinnier thighs so it fits her very differently anyway I've decided to buy Allegra the size four pampers and buy Ramsey the seventh generation diapers in size three so they look completely different you can't mix them up in the diaper bag or anything so it's easier. Plus, you have the added bonus of it's not going to give Ramsey diaper rash, and they're really not that much different in price from Pampers at this point. So I was a little more comfortable with that. So where I decided to buy my diapers was on Amazon. And the reason I was going to do it on Amazon was because we went to Coinstar a week ago and you know gathered up all the coins in our basement. And we had $750 in coins. Can you believe that? Now, my husband has been hoarding coins for a long time. He had one of those water jugs, like, at work, <laughs> full of change. I mean, not full. It was probably only a third full of change, but still. So the deal with Coinstar is, though, that they charge you 6 or $0.09 cents a dollar to count your change, which is ridiculous in my mind. But they just started a new program where you can convert your change into an iTunes card or an Amazon gift card or there's a whole bunch of things you can choose from and then they don't charge you the fee so you get all your money back so we use Amazon all the time and decided to put all the coin store money on Amazon gift certificates because I knew we could buy formula and diapers and things like that on there now the thing we do have is it's called Amazon Prime and you, you pay like $80 for the year and you get free two-day shipping on any item that would normally get the free shipping if you buy $25 in an order. And I've noticed that the diapers and formula will sometimes get the free shipping as a promotion, but generally they don't have free shipping, I think because they're, they were third-party sellers or whatever. Well, Amazon just started a new thing called Amazon Grocery where they sell all that stuff, diapers, formula, and all kinds of non-perishable grocery items like um, Hamburger Helper and all kinds of stuff. And you can get it with the free shipping if for orders over $25. So all the diapers are seriously the same price that I pay in the grocery store. And the formula is the same price that I pay in the grocery store, plus you get free shipping, so it comes to your house. And so since we have Amazon Prime, it's also two-day shipping for free. So I can just, as soon as I'm about to run out, I can order it on Amazon, and it usually shows up in one day, as a matter of fact. And now that we have the Coinstar money, I kind of have this, like, reservoir of money to use on diapers and formula. It's awesome. Very exciting. The one thing is that they don't, is that Amazon cannot touch the prices at Sam's Club. Sam's Club sells the formula so much cheaper. It's about 75 cents or 77 cents per powder ounce of formula. And if you buy it in the store, you're looking at 81 cents if you can get a good price. And that's about how much you can get it on Amazon for. 
So it still makes more sense to get it at Sam's Club. But they don't always have everything at Sam's Club. Like, for instance, Ramsey's on Isomil, which is soy, and they don't have the soy, or at least not regularly. They always have the regular Similac, but they don't have the Similac soy. So I don't know. It's kind of, you know, a touch-and-go thing. We did go... I, I talked about in one of the podcasts we went to Sam's Club and it was my horrible shopping trip. Well, we decided to get wipes while we were there and we, we got diapers also. And the difference between the knockoff diapers, like the Sam's Club brand diapers and the Pampers was 10 or $15 for the case. It was a huge amount of money. But we've really done the knockoff brand diaper thing and have not been pleased with it. So we just decided it wasn't worth it. Well, so then we were getting a box of wipes and to get the Sam's Club brand wipes was a dollar cheaper for the case than it was to get the Huggies wipes or the Pampers wipes. And I decided to be cheap and get the Sam's Club wipes. And boy, have I regretted that decision. They're horrible. They, Well, first of all, they're not really made for the pop-up dispenser. So, of course, all we have is these pop-up dispensers. And you're constantly, like, having to dig in to get the next wipe, which is annoying. But the thing I really don't like is they have a funny smell to them. And they're supposed to be aloe vera you know some kind of sensitive wipe but they really kind of smell funny and I can't stand that (laughs) so I'm trying to reuse those up as fast as possible and I did buy on Amazon I bought seventh generation wipes that have no smell to them whatsoever and I've only used a handful of them because I put them in the diaper bag but so far I'm really liking them especially because they don't have any scent and the pampers have a scent but I generally like that scent, so it's not a problem. And they're all kind of, you know, they're within a dollar or two of each other as far as a case goes. They're not, there's not a big price difference, so it's worth getting the ones you like. <laughs> Diapers is another story, but. So I guess the last thing I'll talk about today is that the girls are starting to sit up some. They, they have to be, you know, assisted or at least... I can sit them up and put a boppy around them, which gives them a little bit more stability, and they'll sit there for a while. Or you can sit them in the corner of the couch with a bunch of toys, and they'll sit there for a little while and play. you got to watch it, though, because <laughs> they'll, like, tip over. And they usually tip over and sit there for 30 seconds or so before they start screaming, but they're not happy when, the, <laughs> when they start screaming. So if you can catch them before they start screaming, it's usually worked out okay. So I guess that's about all for this week. Please stop by and visit my website, doubletroublepodcast.blogspot.com, or send me an email at doubletroublepodcast at gmail.com. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.